Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. You're currently locked in with two of the coldest brothers in the land right now. This is the Porch Podcast, and I'm your co-host, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. You know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all already know we in a place to be, so go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to grab a drink and pull up. This is the Porch. Let's get it. Started on the porch, that was where it all began Had to put it work, every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs a scene When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see going on my guy what's going on the vibes is crazy today vibe is crazy it's all about the vibes crazy bro i'm on the wave right now hey you you remember a few episodes ago rochelle ryan says all about the vibes it's all about the vibes bro you know what i'm saying you just come in the room you just on you just on skates right now you floating you sitting on that cloud right now hey everybody in the room can't help but to get on that cloud they gotta get on your level man you know what i'm saying when you keep elevating they got no choice but to elevate or they can't reach you Hey, ain't nothing but hey, it's all about elevation, bro. All about elevation. And speaking about speaking of elevation, speaking of vibe, man, what's in your cup right now, Bolo? Talk to oh me. Gosh, bro, you you already know what's in my cup, bro. You know, I had to take it back. All right, you know, I was rocking with the tequila for a little bit, but I went old school, man. I was feeling feeling, you know, a little bit about the right, so I had yeah. to go ahead and hit y'all with some Jameson and Red Bull. Ooh. Hey, Jameson and Red Bull is gonna hit you in every which way you want to be hit. All right. Oh man, sideways, front ways, behind, uh, uh, diagonally, man. Like how you yeah. how are you gonna do it? Wait, man, you feeling happy? You sad? You mad? All right, it's gonna get you to where you want to get to. All right. How many how many ice cubes you got in there? How many ice cubes you got in there? I got there, about man? three or four. All right, you want to keep it super chill, but not too much to water down the actual Red Bull. Mm-hmm. But you want to just keep it a little cold, nice little cold drink, 
set the mood, get the night right. You feel me? I like that. Nice I like bro. that. I like that. So me, man, I, I, I want a different route, man. I got a little pink mascara on here. Ooh. You feel what I'm saying? Real, you know, sipping real. Yeah, you see your face because you already know that pink mascara do, man. Feeling real yeah. good. Tastes real good. Kind of, you know, you just kind of sip on it real slow and then it kind of catch up Ooh. on you. You know what I'm saying? It, it, do. I, it do. I got my three ice cubes in there, though, but I'm just feeling real smooth, bro. That's, that's why my bro. tone a little different right now. I'm just real hey, mellow and hey, just vibey right now. We riding away. We riding away. Well, hey man, well, hey, we we we, we got to give a toast in. That's the only best way to do it. Talk to me. Tell me something nice. Hey man, you already know what we toasting to right now. Right now we test toasting the vibes. All right, vibes. Shout out to everybody on their own vibe, riding their own wave. All right, if somebody ain't vibing the way that you would like somebody to be vibing, mm-hmm. don't around. All right, it's okay to rotate. All right, shout out to the vibe. Shout out to the vibe, man. Touch the screen. Touch the screen. Wow. Yes, sir. Ah, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Yes, sir, man. Hey, man, we got another we got another banger today, man. We got a special guest coming up. We're going to get to him in a minute. But before that, we got to introduce this new segment, man. It's our, it's our random topic of the day, man. This is going to be a topic. It might be sports related. It might be culturally related, relationship related, whatever is on our mind. Anything this under was, the this, sun. Anything under the sun. This is going to be. So, Bolo, man, tell the people, man, what we going to talk about today? What's the random topic of the day? All right, y'all. So the random topic of the day. All right. And let me just preference this. All right. We're two married guys. Right. So we'll give our uh, feedback as well on what we think uh, about the question. But I was online, man, and I seen, um, you know, this one question. It had a lot of comments under. Usually you can just go straight to the comments to try to figure out how people are thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. So the question was posed like this. A man will know if he wants to be married with you within six months. He doesn't need four plus years. So what do you what do you think about that, Darnell? Does does a guy going into a relationship know well within six months that he's ready to be married to that woman? That's a that's a deep uh, comment right there. That's a deep question right there, man. So I'm gonna answer it like this. I think context matters. So when I say that, I think it depends on what age you are when you got into that relationship. So me, for example, I got in a relationship at a very young age. I have a very unique situation and unique story. I, this is my high school sweetheart. So you can't add, you can't tell me six months within our relationship in high school, I knew right. I was about to marry her. There's no way right. I, could, I could do that. But in a more traditional sense where people get together, you know, um, you know, after college, early 20s, mid 20s, I do. I, I would say yes. I do think that yeah, about a half a year in, if you're seriously dating, going on dates, getting to know each other, you've met the family, like you're you're spending a lot of quality time together. I don't think it should take you no know, four plus years for you to get to know. I mean, but what, what do you think, Bolo? I could be wrong. I mean, I, I think to your point, it's it's very situational, and, and there there's also a lot of variables that come um, with that as well. 
Um, see, with me, you know, before I even got married, I had to make sure I had myself together. You know what I'm saying? So it may be a situation where if somebody is, you know, dating or, you know, seeing somebody for a little while, it may take them a year, two years to actually figure out themselves and figure out what they actually can do and provide, um, you know, to that partner to to have a successful marriage. I think one thing that we also run into now, too, uh, people just love to have weddings instead of just really being married. Oh, say that one more. Hold on, hold on. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Look, people just want to have weddings instead of just going through the process of really being married. You know what I'm saying? They love the pictures. They love that. They're walking down the aisle, the music, the dancing, people celebrating you. Like all of that is fine and dandy. Like I definitely had the best time of my life celebrating my wife with all my family and friends. But a marriage is way more than that. You know, it's a process. It's communication. It's about being equally yoked. Right. So um, in certain situations, it definitely will take more than six months to really figure that out. You know what I'm saying? And I think the best way to do that is to learn more about yourself and have your significant other learn more about themselves. That way you guys can both be the best, you know, you before you're combining and creating that union. You feel what I'm saying? So um, I don't think it takes four years. Four years may be a, a long time. But um, it definitely can take longer than six months to to create something that you want to last forever. Because you, 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 you made a fire point, bro. That's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like sometimes, bro, if you go into something real quick, what'll happen? It'll end quick. So mm-hmm. it's okay with you know creating a foundation, right? Creating that standard. I think a, a lot of women, um, you know, sometimes are like, I just I, I need to be married, right? They just at that process where it's like boom, boom, boom. Even guys too. It's like it's right? like a checklist more like more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just more than checking the box, y'all. Like this is like a life partner. This is a union. You're doing this in front of God. Like, you know, and you know, the divorce rate is finally starting to come down a little bit. So, you know, when you're ready, you know you're ready. But I don't think six months is enough time to you know, man or woman to say that they're ready to be married, though. So I can respect that's just that. my two cents. I can respect that, man. I respect that. Well, viewers, we, we want to hear from y'all, man. Let's, so let us what know, man. Yeah, look, what y'all, let us know in the comments. Let us know in, in the review section, man. DM us, per, DM on the page, the Porch Podcast underscore. Let us know what y'all think, man. Six months, too too short, too long, four, four years, too long. What y'all think, man? Um, we want to know. We want to know. It's the Porch, man. And like I said earlier, we got a special guest, man. Another one, another, another banger. banger for y'all. Another man, uh, a, g- a great guy, my brother, and I, we're excited to bring him on, man. So, yes, sir. Without further ado, we got a special guest. Uh, this guy, this guy's my brother. He's like family. Uh, he's been trying to get on the porch for a long time, man. So he's a business owner. He's a, he's a he's a hustler. He's a father. He's a husband. My guy, Walt Brock. Welcome to the porch, man. How you doing? I made it, man. I made it. <laughs> here, man. Welcome, welcome. Now, I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here, Definitely man. I've been watching y'all, man. Y'all, y'all doing some dope work for sure. Nah, appreciate, appreciate you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. It's been a long time coming, man. So now we, I know uh, me and Bolo are both excited to have you on. I know our viewers and listeners are going to be excited to just hear about your story, your path as well, man. So uh, let's, let's jump straight to it, man. So like on here, we, we like to start back from the early times, man. So obviously you were born and raised in, in the Bay Area. So uh, me and Bolo are both Midwest guys. I, you know, I'm from right. Naptown. He's from Chicago. So explain yeah. to us what what was it like growing up in the Bay Area? Man, the, uh, growing up in the, in the Bay, man, is unique because it, it's so uh, it's so diverse. So so although you know you you have certain areas where like in San Francisco, you have um, like the Hunters Point area, mm-hmm. Fillmore, um, like Double Rock. You, you got like like areas where we're concentrated. 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like literally, when you go to school, you go to school with everybody. Um, and so okay. you learn early on how to kind of like, you know, navigate that. Um, yeah. like, like a lot of my close friends, especially playing football, are Samoan and, and Tongan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so I got a lot of, a lot of brothers like that. Uh, so it's very diverse. Um, the, the art scene is very vibrant. Um, a lot, a lot of creators out there. Um, and, and I would say that it's normally like really good vibes though. Real, real, real good nice. vibes. Right. Right. Um, the, the one thing I would say, man, the Bay is a lot different now from when, when I grew up. Um, How so? Now, yeah. Just with all, all, all the money in there, uh, from, from the tech companies, mm. it, it just now is drove up all of the, uh, the housing and the pricing. So if you're like a true, you know, from San Francisco or Oakland, all that stuff, it, unless you've had some some property, you know, kind of passed on or, you you know, you bought early on, uh, a lot of people have come in and, and kind of outpriced people. So now you have people mm. to um, uh, kind of the valley areas. So that's like Modesto, uh, mm-hmm. Fresno. Yeah. Uh, um, people moving to like Vegas. Vegas is getting a lot of people from the Bay and L.A. as well, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's changed a little bit, but like you still can feel the, you know, the energy when you're going through Oakland and all that stuff, though. And I, I got to see for me, like I'm a Midwest guy and I'm like, if I ever move, it'll have to be to the South, never to the West Coast, because I feel like it's going to hit the pockets like people <laughs> in Cali, people in San Francisco, like I mean, L.A. or San Francisco. Like, I feel like they just throw a bag on just, you so, know, a regular size crib. I'm like, whoa. So for so but, but, here, but here, here's what I'll say. Right. Um, depending on what industry you're in, but especially if you're in the entertainment uh, or sports industry. Um, sometimes you, you gotta be where, where the action is. Right. And so I I knew when I moved down from the Bay down to LA, um, that it was going to be a risky move. Uh, it's going to be more pricey. Um, probably wouldn't be able to kind of live the same lifestyle. Um, but being able to kind of rub shoulders, be able to pop up at different events and just kind of be around where the action's at. You gotta, you gotta pay for that a little bit. So, so I kind of understood there's a little sacrifice, you know, in in the time being. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's always what, what I tell everyone. Like, you know, they always ask me about the cost of living and how do I live out here and maintain? I'm like, yeah, it's a lot, man. I mean, gas right now is over $6 right now, like six fifty. Like, it's crazy to think about that, you know? But like Walt said, it's like, man, you you rubbing shoulders with every everybody. Entertainer, athletes, you know, you might just be at a restaurant on a random Wednesday and, and right. run, run into somebody notable, you know what I mean? Because they live here too. So it's like, man, it's kind of like that, you know? You got to just compare the both and, and see if it's worth it. So now, you know, well, I got a question for you, man. So I always heard like, I don't know, it's, it's like a back and forth discussion of like what technically is like considered the Bay. Can you break it down to us? Like every city up north ain't technically considered the Bay Area, is it? No, 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 no. So so you got you, you got the anchor cities uh, uh, like San Francisco and Oakland. So San Francisco's kind of considered like the, like the West Bay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oakland, um, like Berkeley, Richmond, um, uh, the Pinole, okay. th- those are kind of considered like Hayward, all, all kind of considered like East Bay. Yeah. Um, Alameda, all them cities. Um, and then like my, my, my mom and sister, they live in Vallejo. Uh, that's kind of okay. where like okay. E40 from. She's just a bad guess. Um, that, that's kind of considered like North Bay. And the crazy thing is, is that like Napa Valley, uh, Napa yeah. Sonoma, yeah, y- y- y'all on your wine stuff. Yeah, y- y- y'all. Right, right. Uh, so, so, uh, uh like Napa and Sonoma is literally about a good forty-five minute drive outside of uh of Vallejo. So, like, 
the wine country is right, right there too. So that's kind of like the North. You got like Sausalito um, and, and some other, other cities out there that are dope. So yeah, that's kind of how it's broken down. And then you got San Jose. So San Jose is considered mm. like South Bay. Okay. Yeah, San Jose, Santa Clara, like Fremont, all them school, uh, all them um, cities. So that's where the 49ers are at now. So the 49ers yeah. used to be in smack dab San Francisco uh, in this area called like the Hunters Point area. And uh, literally right across the street, the uh, Double Rock Projects, like like literally right the across hook, the street. Like the hood. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's it always going, be. It's going down yeah. at Double Rock, huh? And Double Rock sound like it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hold on. You know I'm good everywhere, though. I, I, oh, I already know. Post road, Compton, you know, <laughs> Walt no bolo, he know. <laughs> I'm good everywhere, boy. Oh, my gosh, man. Double that's Rock my cool. people, yeah. From the far east side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so so South Bay, um, <clears throat> that's where all the the money money's at. Like like that, yeah. that's where. Um, so you got um, San Jose, Santa Clara, um, Melpitas, and all, all them little areas. So that's where you know Google, Apple, yeah. you know all, all the tech companies that you can really think about. And that big Silicon Valley boom kind of all yeah. all over there. That's where oh. Sheldon stayed at San Jose when he played for the Niners. He had a he had a beautiful crib. I'm talking yeah. about on the patio, a whole view of the entire like city and everything. Like it was, yep. yeah. So San San Jose, crazy bread over there. I already know. Man, it's it's like I'm so I'm just so intrigued by just California in general, just because it's so many pieces, it's so many cities. Like, so Walt, like where you from, you know, there's a lot popping, right? So, like growing up, you know, where you from, like how how can you just keep up with the times and like just kind of stay in the present with so much going on, so many popping cities, so many jobs coming up? Like, how does somebody stay relevant? Mm. Mm. That's a great question. So, so like, like growing up, I I, I didn't really, I, I, I felt that it was fast, mm -hmm. but really didn't fully understand. And uh, I also spent some time in the South too. My, my mom's originally from Arkansas. Okay. And my pops uh, originally from like New Orleans. So I got family in Louisiana. So I used to go down all the time. And then my mom um, went to school in Alabama, too, for a few years. So we were down there, and then moved back, finished up school. Um, so, so I had a chance to kind of bounce back and forth. But um, I, I would say you can get lost in it real, real, real quick. Yeah. You, you can get lost in it. Um, I think that's one of the things that I, I found, too, is that because there's so many different distractions or things you can do, that right. you can lose focus on, on like what the, what the main goal and priority is, for sure. Uh, so right. you got you to stay focused on, on that. Um, yeah, man. I, I think Cali is a, is a very and the other thing too about Cali is that it's um it, it's somewhat isolated though too, right? Right. If you think about it, yeah. right. So now now that I uh, uh, we moved to Atlanta, so I'm in Atlanta now. Um, but like Cali and Atlanta, like so. So for example, I had a chance to drive to up to Charlotte. I've been to Charlotte, <laughs> Panama oh, City Beach, Florida. I've been to um uh, where else I go to? Uh, I went to Augusta, Georgia. Right. So all these. Nashville, all these spots are like two, three hour, four hour drives. And I'm in the next, I'm in like three or four different states. Right, Cali, right. you on the whole island, pretty much, right? Yeah. And outside of like Nevada, Vegas, and Arizona and Seattle, you know, like it takes a while to get to everywhere else. So so you you kind of live in a different world, to be to be honest. Um yeah. and, and kind of like, especially and again, I, I, um, you know, there used to be like a big little rivalry between like uh Northern California, Southern California, like right. who's younger and all that. Um but like L.A., like you could get really lost real quick because of just, I mean, it's sunny almost every day. Mm. There's a lot of things going on. There's beautiful yeah. people. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You lose reality real quick of like, this, this is not how everybody else in the U.S. is living. 
Thanks. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. That's why I tell everybody, it's like, man, I'm living out here, but like to me, it's like I'm living on vacation. Because growing up in Indianapolis, Indiana, playing uh, football at Ball State, and that's even that's way smaller than even Indianapolis, the Muncie, Indiana area, and then moving out to LA, it's like mm-hmm. a whole nother like yeah, world. <laughs> it all makes yeah. sense. <laughs> and it damn near take like a whole nother level of discipline. To like you said, to like be consistent in what you want to do, because it's so like you said, so much going on, parties, people, and you know, it's so easy for somebody to get lost in the sauce, and you can just fall off task on what the goal is, you know, right. that you came down there. People are like, I want to move to LA, I want to do this, I want to do that, and I'm like, you you better be ready, you know what I mean? For real, <laughs> it, it, it can it can literally like you know, chew you up and, and spit you out for sure, yeah, you know what I mean? Because you can get so lost in like trying um uh, going after the. The, kind of like the the chase of it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever that goal is, you know what yeah. I mean. And you can kind of lose yourself a little bit in it too. So no, for for sure, it's a uh, L A is one of them places where it like you need to spend time there for sure. Like especially mm-hmm. in, in the space that we're in. Yeah. Um, but also too, like if you're intentional, California does have some some really dope outlets. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms mm-hmm. of like the hiking, Fact, you know, yeah. what I mean? it, it's yoga, good. heavy, yoga, yep. like the ocean. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of spots where you can like kind of dip off. And that's yep. that's one thing um, that I really do appreciate about Cali that that no no other place really has is like man you could you could go see the snow you could be in in the snow at the beach uh, all all, all mm-hmm. in one day you, you know see the saying? sunset literally on the and, same and day the yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you know what I mean that's and when you're sure. driving down like PCH or some of those spots like it's just like. I, oh, I made that. I made that drive a couple weeks ago, boy. Oh yeah, went yeah. to Malibu. Did a little Malibu wine hike. You know, a double day. Ah oh, man, ain't nothing yeah. like it, bro. Good life. <laughs> that's love, bro. <laughs> so like, let's just gears a little bit, man. So before you know, uh, uh, you found your your current passion and what you're doing now. You was passionate football on that field, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you was looking, look, look at it. Yeah, you getting hyped yeah. about that. So. Walk us through, uh, I guess, w- what football meant to you. We're all former football players. And I know for me personally, man, football changed my life, honestly. Thanks. In terms of, um, for me, confidence. It, it gave me yep. confidence and, and uh, uh, taught me hard work, taught me better teamwork. And it literally got me in a better life. <laughs> literally gave me a scholarship that led to college, which led to everything else that has happened. So okay. just talk to, talk to us about how football, I guess, impacted you. Man, football, man, taught me so many, so many life lessons, man. Um, from from the standpoint of one, you know, you you have to put the work in in order to to get to where you want to be. Yep. Um, like you know, coming in as a freshman, you you think, oh man, I'm about to hit the field immediately. Easy. At least yeah. in my case, nope. Right, <laughs> I, had, I had to wait. I had to wait yeah. a little bit. Um, also, you can be as talented as you want to be, but if you don't have the right technique and, and take and the right form, yep. It, it, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I learned that fairly quickly too. Like, especially, I, I know me and D, uh, we always be laughing because we both kind of, you know, play D line and everything. Um, but like hand placement is everything, you know what I mean? Ooh, hand placement and get off, home. right? Yeah. And so um, once I got those two things in, like especially the hand placement, it, it just literally changed the whole game for me. I didn't win every battle, but I but I was in every battle, you know what I'm saying? Right. Before, I'm, I'm up, up high trying to chase and all that. I'm getting blown. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On skates. And so I think the technique and the form um, um, was big. And then one of my coaches used to say all the time, too, uh, he used to say, uh, love, love the process. Yeah. I used it. to hate when he used to say that, though, right? <laughs> he used to say when we doing, like, the morning runs, he, he would say, it, you know, I mean, when, when shit was tough, like, man, you got to love the process, love the process. But <laughs> now being on this side of it, it's like, okay, 
I understand mm-hmm. like the, uh, the process allows you like, like when, when you're going through them hell days, when you're going through them tough times, when, when it is fourth and one or, mm-hmm. or, or third and, you know, third and long, you got to go, go, go get it. That, mm-hmm. That's the extra juice that helps you, you know what I'm saying? And kind of Facts. push through. So I, I think that, and then that, that spills over into just kind of life as well. So, so those are some of the things. And I, and I love that, man. Cause Football, like you said, it teaches you so. It teaches you so much, um, just about the game of life. And one thing I appreciate, and sometimes you do hate it, where it's like, you know, the game is is, is you know far gone from you, and you look back on things and you like, man, that that really helped. Like I wish it really, really would have clicked for me, like it clicks now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you just develop a a love for something if you work so hard for it, right? So um, that's just what the game has always provided people, and you know, it, it just you know provides, especially black men, just that that level of getting through adversity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you we fall in love with the strength and conditioning coach. You know, you're with him 70, 75% of the time. And yeah. he's always talking about nobody cares about your pain. You know, nobody <laughs> cares about if you had a bad day. Like, you got you got a job to do. You got to get it done. And I carry that same, that same, you know, feeling and, you know, that thought process and work. Like, people don't care. You got a job to do. You got to get what? it done. Let's yeah. make it happen, man. Yeah. Yep. You, you know what? What well, one other thing I, I would say too, man, uh, especially being a defensive lineman, right? And, and Brian, what, what position did you play? Defensive back. Okay, back. Safety. So you, hey, Bolo was hit. Hey, Bolo was a hitter too. Hitter. Now, don't, 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 don't let the smile fool you. Make like the, old Bolo was hitting, was hitting you boys. I'm telling you. Place. Okay, I gotta see that. I gotta see <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, one one of the thing, one of the things about that I really appreciate about being uh, a defensive lineman, man, is that you have to be super athletic. You still you got to be strong, you have to be nimble, mm-hmm. um, but also you got to sacrifice a lot too, right? Because I, I remember a lot of times my, my coaches used to say, like like just take the gap. You got the B gap. I know yeah. you want to make the play, but the linebackers are on free, right? And so you kind of yeah. sacrifice the stuff sometimes. But also like like it's something about being in the trenches, man. <sighs> like fighting in the trenches, like it, it's like you, it's you, very masculine. It's very like. Every every play you banging, every single play you banging. Easy. No matter what else is going on on the field, it don't even matter. I know I'm banging every play, every single play, every single play. And then sometimes you you got you got a a double team, right? You got to get skinny in the hole. They say you say yeah, skinny in the right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Get a double team. Sometimes sometimes the center coming down. Sometimes the guard coming down. You you attack. Sometimes people pulling. You got to be hella nimble. Yeah. And one one of the plays too that I used to always. Um, it took me a while to get, get a hang of it was uh, um, when they used to play uh, 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 e- either the draw or the screen. Mm-hmm. You got to redirect. Run that line. Run the line. <laughs> you got to redirect and pivot, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the things that I learned and kind of transitioned uh, just, just into like, like life and also um, professionally is I think now, you know, I, I always kind of operate from uh, being in the trenches mentality. Like, like mm-hmm. being a D lineman, like when you finally make a play or when you eat, like it feels so much sweeter because, you know, <sighs> Banging every single play, how and, hard and it is, how hard it is, right? Yeah. And so now, like being on this production side, and just kind of how I approach life is like, man, I like when, when shit get tough, I can I can handle it because yeah. I've been in the, you know, what I mean, I know how to bang, I know how to be nimble, I know how to sacrifice sometimes, but I also know how to make plays. So I think being, being in the trenches is something that has really has really helped me. Absolutely. And let me let me just say this, man. He's spitting you know, game I'm, right now. I'm a I'm a DB uh, by heart, but you know I I do have a a love uh, for the D line just because, bro. It used to be situations where you know we have Indian, you know we backpedaling and we going through the route tree and whatever, whatever. But man, the D line they down there banging in Indy every day. They down there banging. I'm like, man, they don't they don't take Indy off. Like they grinding. Like, man. 
It's y'all did it. Y'all did hey, it. Practice used to be hard as hell. What? Yeah, D line used to have those practices, but I'm like, they working down there. Man, shout, shout out, shout out to my my, my coach, man, Coach Osterhout, man. He, he uh, we called him Johnny O at Sacramento State. Nice. He um, he's the head coach now at American River College in uh, Sacramento. It's a uh, junior college, but they like one of the top top programs in the, in the state. And okay. uh, I don't even know if I told you you all this. Um, so I started off playing at, at a school called St. Mary's College, California. Oh, I didn't know that. They're really good at hoops. Really good, like West Coast Conference. Play with like Gonzaga and all them. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I, uh, we were literally, I was on the last football team there. So we were, we were D1, uh, but but independent. So like literally we would play full, uh, Florida Atlantic, Bucknell. Mm. Like we would travel all, all, all across the country. And so um, they wanted to cut in the program when I was going into my, uh, my red shirt junior year um, and almost like senior year academically, right? So right. I, I, I played a little bit there. Um, so so that's when I wanted to transfer to Sacramento State, which was a blessing, blessing in disguise, right? But um, Johnny Yo, man, he he looked out. He was my D line coach, man. And, and y'all talk about like like work. Like we would have to show up to practice about 15, 20 minutes before before warmups. You know what I mean? Everything just to kind of go through hand placement drills and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And then we'll go through 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 the indie drills and all that. You go through team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, inside run. All you you know you yeah. all, all those joints, right? And, and then, but like I, I used to think that doing special teams, we was gonna get a little break. I, I ain't playing on a lot of special right, teams. Like, right, I'm yeah. that. Nope. We we still doing drills in between it. So I, I just I just think that having that mentality of like always, always being on, like you can you can take some time from time, you know, I mean, here and there, but like never being complacent. So he Johnny O, man, um, he he did a he did a lot for me, man. Man, that's what's up, man. That's how I was, man. I mean, I got a couple coaches, man. My high school coach, shout out to Coach Clark. We still talk to this day. He's like family. And then, you know, I had a couple coaches in uh, college, but the one who really, really impacted me, man, was, was Coach Wilt, man. Shout out to Wilt. Coach Chad Wilt, man. Wilt. Wilt had us working, boy. We Before yeah. practice start, we'd be on the other field hitting the sleds. That used to be they, blo- they blow the whistles. We got to run to our position for warm-up. We get done with team warm-ups, and now the whole defense is doing some, uh, what's it called, bags of pursuit. Bags. Now we running through the bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. If somebody messed up or trip, we going back. Everybody's starting over. Yep. Then we get done with them. Now we're doing the pop-ups. Ah, ah, yeah. ah. Now I'm like, coach, it's it's been like 30 minutes of hell. Right. We, ain't even, we just got started. Non-stop. Full pass. You know what I mean? Shout right. so, out yeah. to Coach Will. You know, Coach Will, uh, he's also the defensive coordinator at IU. Uh, I saw that. Right mm. so he's definitely Will. leveling up, doing a great job, man, and um, super proud of that. How, how that guy is continuing to, to kind of grow through the ranks. Um, For sure. So yeah, man, it's like it's like like you said, man. Football, you know, you build relationships with so many people, and you know, you learn these lifelong lessons and, and things like that. And then the game of football, man, is just something that is just so precious in so many different ways, man. So sure. you know, shout out to shout out to football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout like, out to football. The game has just changed all of our lives, and a lot of people yeah. listening and changed it changed their lives too. So. Definitely 100%. love the game. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Now, before we transition, Wall, be real with the porch. Was you good though? Like, was you a beast on that field or what? Let him know. Let him know. I, I was nice, man. Let him know. So, so, like literally, uh, once the technique, you know, what I mean, re- re- really clicked in. Um, yeah. No, no, I, I, I was good, man. And, and the the move to Sacramento State was actually a blessing. Um, I, I started uh, both my, my my junior and uh, rest of junior and senior year as well. Um, but we had a chance to level up play, play-wise. So we played mm. at, at Cal. Um, so I played against Marshawn, uh, played against Ooh. him. How was that? Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. You, you can't just slide that in there. He's talking about beast mode right now. He's my Marshawn yeah, yeah. Lynch. How was yeah. that? How was that battle? 
it it was uh it, it was uh, um real man and so so i had a chance to uh probably had like like probably one or two tackles not yeah. not about myself they want solos it's okay yeah yeah right but well, you got in on there yeah um but but the funny thing is is that uh um so we had a lot of cats on the team from long beach and uh long beach poly is like you know a pretty yeah. pretty big yeah. uh, program mm-hmm. and so um they had this young kid at the time named deshaun jackson right so he so he he was coming into cal as a as a freshman so yeah. everybody's hyping him up like oh man this young kid he eat a true like, okay man <laughs> dude wound up taking a punt to the house on us and he also cut like like two two touchdowns as well and i was like okay man this kid uh, get a true so so yeah, he, he draw. Um, and then also crazy. the center who was going up against uh, Marvin Phillip. So Marvin Phillip was he's a long time center in the, in the league. Yeah, Ooh, the dude was um, the dude was, was solid. Yeah, him and Alex Mack. I remember them. Those are two centers and they had a good line, man. So you know, so we played them. We played um, a lot, a lot of good teams, man. So it, it was. Uh, yeah. I think that's the last thing I'll say about football is that it also just exposed me to different parts of the country. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Like travel. We hopping on planes. We I, I, I had never hotels. flown before college. Personally, never Word. flown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the other side of it. Like, you know, we're so blessed to get a chance to like play a game that also takes us to different places and different experiences. Right. And like <clears throat> one of my fondest memories is uh, playing at the University of Montana. Mm. Montana, man, they're in the Big mm. Sky Conference, just like Sac State. Like literally, it, it, it's like 40, 50,000 people, like literally sitting right on top of you. Yeah. And, and like, like feeling the crowd moving and rolling. Like, I, you can never really, you know, you don't forget those moments, man. Yeah. Facts. You know what? You know what that reminds me of, Bolo? Uh, I, you remember playing Iowa your senior yeah. year? Our 14, year I, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I kind of, because I feel like it was like probably 50 some thousand people there oh. rocking. And they, and they, they, Right where our bitches at, they crowd is kind of like hovered over us a little bit, just screaming, like almost like with their hand reach. Like yeah, like to get, get, to pat you on the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah. Hey, we was on their ass too. <clears throat> we if, if if we it was the last drive it was one minute left, we was up by like five points. All offense had to do was get a first down. We would have won the game. Oh man, punt. We punt the ball. It's our fault. I, I, I'll put it on the D and yeah. fucking offense. Uh, Iowa's offense ran down, scored on us. Oh, but man. but but to our credit, we have been balling as a defense. We were balling the whole game, whole like game. the whole game. We about whole to game, like they had scored once, they maybe scored once, and then we shut them out for like two quarters. Yeah, like they wasn't doing nothing. Four quarters when they started to kind of cut loose. We got oh, tired. Man. We got tired, Walt. Man, I was in there. I was in there. Seventy-seven plays. I remember oh, that. And man. I'm just out there down, bro. And that last yeah. drive, bro, they started going tempo. Remember they was moving. They was. So moving. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get out. I, 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 I was getting no pass rush on that last drive. I'm get me out of here. <laughs> oh, man. man. Great memory, though. Great memory, bro. I love it, man. I love it. So, obviously, everybody, you know, that is a, especially a collegiate athlete hits that, that one point in their life where they're like, holy shit, right? So, you hung up the cleats, right? Right. You ended up graduating from Sac State. What's the next move? What's the thought process like? You know, what were what are you doing from there? Yeah, man. So, so at, at the time, I, I was um, working at this spot called Velocity Sports and uh, uh, Performance. So, like, I, I was uh, kind of like a sports performance coach. Yeah, I, I really didn't know which route I wanted to go. Um, I thought about going into coaching, but then I had remembered, like, you know, when we used to take those late trips and we would get back in. You know what I mean? 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, like a lot of the young assistant coaches were staying late to break down the film and do all that. I'm like, man, yeah. that's that's kind of crazy. Right. Um, so so fortunately enough, um, 
um, shout out to man, uh, Catherine Zadonis, man. She uh, was our compliance director at the time. And so I remember I was at an awards banquet and I was just sitting next to her. She asked me kind of like what, what I wanted to do next. And I said, I wasn't sure yet. So she she um, said, hey, do you, if you want to intern with me, you know, come in. So she was uh, in the compliance area. So, you know, that's the area with all the rules and regulations and all right. that stuff. It was interesting to me to kind of learn like the reasons why, you know, we, we could or couldn't do stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I had a chance to spend some time with her there. And then she told me about um, an internship at the NCAA office in Indy. And I'm like, man, it's a national oh, search. It's a national opportunity. I'm like, man, like, yeah, I'm a student athlete. <clears throat> and yeah, now I've had a chance to, you know, work, work, you know, uh, uh, you know, work here as an intern, all that. But like, come on, like, am I going to get a chance to? So, um, man, God, work, I, I got it. I got it. I, did, I remember going up there for my interview in 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 Indy. Yeah. And um, I'm walking up to the NCA. I see the logos. I'm like, wow. Like, it was, it was a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, coming from where I come from. So, and so, um, so I go through the whole interview process. And I wound up getting it. So I wound up moving to uh, Indianapolis, man. Um, and uh, that was that was a, you know a, a first time in the, living in the Midwest. Uh, it was cool though because we had a group of um, like they had like an NCA intern co- cohort. So we had about probably like 15, 16 people all together, kind of moved in. And um, yeah, man, I had a hell of a ride at the NCA. Just kind of um, uh, doing uh, working in like the athletic administrative review so like the, the area that like when student athletes would be in, in, ineligible or different right. things were going on right. like there's different like waivers that student athletes could, could apply for depending on the situation so i was doing that and then also um working like on the little f- uh, final four events different championships as well so it, it allowed me to kind of you know learn a lot love it so I, I gotta i gotta ask you okay so i'm originally from chicago i live in indy now Okay. Obviously, we, we got Mr. Indy Eastside over here who's diehard Indy, Colts, everything, jiggling, everything, Indy. How, how was Indy for you? What, what, what's your thought on Indy? How, how did you how long did you stay in Indy? I, I was there for, for about a year. Okay. How, how, how was it? How was your stay? I, I would say overall for me, it, it, it was um it, it was actually it was it was a good experience for me, right? It, it was obviously a little, a little slower pace than, than yeah. I, I was used to. Um, but Given what I was doing, like work wise, like mm-hmm. it, it was a good fit for me. So I actually I stayed in there, uh, Ben Davis High School. Okay, what um, side? Look, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, 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 not too far from uh, uh, the Speedway. Um, yeah, uh huh. So like the downtown area it was cool. We used to hit, uh, uh, we used to hit Broad Ripple. And yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Like if you had a cool group of like like folks to kind of move around yeah, yeah, with, yeah, vibe cool. out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 facts, yeah, facts. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but we did hop in the car a few times and push to Chicago though. We had some- <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Shy town only a three and a half or four hours away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we gone. Go ahead. Yep. And yeah. then you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that hour too. You're gonna get that hour oh, back. You get going the hour there. back. You're right. Right. Yeah. right. Love it. Yeah, nah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Yeah. No, nah, I, I love that, man. And uh, now nah, your, your journey's crazy, man. Like you said, yeah. it's crazy how God put you in certain positions that you didn't even know what happened. You say you just at this little event sitting next to the lady, and that leads to this huge opportunity, right? Um, and yeah. it, 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 my whole life, bro, I feel like it's just an example of just like just blessings and moving with faith and just like God knocking on your door. So I love hearing those just yeah. stories, you know. We've talked multiple times, of course, Walt, uh, about that. But every time I hear it, it's like, man, like, it's crazy how how, how things connect. Um, yeah. And from there, you know, you, you had a, a lot of other roles from 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 there to you. You've been all over the country. You know what I'm saying? Explain to us how you got to to the production side. You know what I mean? Like, connect the dots there. You, you go from yeah. playing a sport, 
he did he did a kind of like the, 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 the physical training he said kind of for a little while yeah, yeah. uh you know then you NCAA and then boom now you production connect connect those dots for us mm-hmm. so so at, <clears throat> after I left uh, the NCAA I went down to uh worked at Conference USA in uh in Dallas so doing a lot, a lot of championship operations mm. um moving around and so I, I was literally um I was overseeing like uh track and field and uh I was overseeing um like our men's and women's soccer program, so championships, all that stuff, and I would help out, uh, of course, with football and uh, other ones. Yeah. So I, I would always have to kind of work with these coaches, man. And so I had a lot of experiences where I'm the young buck in the room. They're looking at me like, dude, like, do you even know the sport? And to be right. honest, like tracking all that stuff, bro, I didn't fully understand. Bro, it was so much going on. Right. I got to Co- imagine. Coaches <laughs> protesting different rules. You got to measure out the look. I'm like, bro. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I always knew how to just connect with people and, and like figure it out. Like, and my thing was always like, okay, if I can get into the room, if I can kind of move around a little bit, I'm, I'm going to figure it, figure everything out. So, the, um, so I went from there and then I thought I wanted to become an athletic director. Um, so if you want to be an AD, normally you have to know how to raise money or, or generate revenue. So, yeah. uh, the Raiders actually had an opportunity back in the Bay and also, I wanted to be closer, you know, back back to home and everything. So I moved back home. I worked with the Raiders. Man, that's a whole story in itself. How how that happened, man? Like, Talk to we on the porch. Thanks. Let us know, man. Oh man, <laughs> it's so crazy, man. When I, when I think about this, man, because uh, so I so I I, I applied for the um, I applied for the position, um, and I wound up meeting. Uh, it's so crazy. I wound up meeting a brother in there who. Um, who had worked at the spot uh, at San Jose State. It was a school that's close by. Yeah. And so I go in there just for an informational interview. And I just hit him. I was like, hey, look, I'm going to be in town. I wound up connecting with uh, uh, the then president. Um, at the time, her name's Amy Trask. Uh, uh, and a lot of the top executives, just off of some, like, I'm in the office moving around, just sitting right. down with them. And so uh, I didn't have any experience, you know, with, with any, like, generating revenue or partnerships or, or tickets at all. And so I applied for the position. And so, so, so the guy hits me, man. And, uh, um, he's like, Hey, look, I want to bring you out for an interview. I'm in Dallas right now. Um, he's like, I want to bring you out for an interview, but, uh, I, I can't fly you out there. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Y'all, y'all the Raiders. Y'all can't fly me out for an interview. But it was like the level of position that I was at. Uh, it, it didn't kind of like warrant it. So right. I was like, you know what, what am I going to do with the extra 400, $500 this month? Probably spending, you know I mean? Whatever it was. So I was like, let me go ahead and invest myself, invest in myself and I'm just going to go. So I went ahead and went and did that and wound up getting the position, getting the opportunity um, without, oh, yeah. without any like direct experience at all. Right. And so, yeah. um, so then, so the next spot I went to, I went to, um, uh, I went to uh, UC Berkeley and Cal. And so that, that opportunity, um, it was like, okay, the first opportunity was to get in the door and sell like this new stadium. They had a, a new stadium just renovated and had these premium seats uh, up top, like beautiful. I, I'll say Cal probably has one of the best, college football settings if you ever get a chance to go mm, check, yeah, it, check out. it out but it's dope but like they have this high level area called a university club like overlooks the whole bay it's crazy um but those seats up there man with range like like pretty 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 high you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. um and so there was a huge donation component to it so i was like you know what if i get a chance to connect with some of these donors up here who are willing to spend this amount for these tickets because if you're spending that much money it's not it's more than just the, the game you, yeah. you get ties to the university and all that stuff so right. i want up getting in the room connecting with the right people and that led, led me to like bringing in some some gifts from a fundraising standpoint, which wasn't even my, my my department at the time. Right. But 
Then when it was next, when it was an opportunity to move into like this uh, major gifts role, I moved into major gifts and I got it. So I'm a director of major gifts. I'm moving around. I'm flying down to LA back and forth. I was like a lot of big time donors. So I'm learning the whole game, but I'm, I'm just sharing my experiences of when I was a student athlete. Right. Right. Stuff like that. So, so storytelling. Um, and what I learned also uh, about, about fundraising is like, you, you want to make sure that people know what the impact's going to be. Um, so you have to identify, okay, like if you give X amount of dollars or you put your name on that building, this is how it's going to impact, you know, the next generation of students, whatever it is. And so I, I learned quickly that I, I, like you would have to kind of provide a case and also then just kind of provide the story behind it. And so, man, um, I really enjoyed that opportunity. And then I got to L.A. because I moved to we opened up a, a fundraising office in the Brentwood, Santa Monica area. Okay. So when they offered me the opportunity to move down from the from from the bay, I was like, you know what? I could have stayed in the bay and stayed comfortable. All my family was up there, but I was like, you know what? There's something a little bit bigger. Let me just make the move to LA. And so I moved to LA, worked for Cal for about three years down there. Um, started getting exposed to a lot of um, uh, Berkeley alums that were working in the TV and film area. But again, not thinking that I was going to jump into the side. Right. But just mm-hmm. I started like, like, huh? There's a whole another land over here. Um, and so then finally, my last stop in college, man, uh, working on, on the college side was at Columbia University in New York. Yep. I, I knew that, you know, the Ivy League was a different model. I, I knew that. Um, but I also knew that the type of donors and the folks that, you know, support Columbia was a <laughs> different <laughs> model. Right. <laughs> right. And, and all of the trips that I had taken to New York, um, like it was a, like some type of energy out there. And I was like, you know what? Something in my spirit was like, man, in order for me to kind of get to where I want to I want to be, New York was going to like teach me some lessons, man. So um, my mm-hmm. uh, my now wife, then at the time, fiance, I convinced her like to come out to New York with me and we, we made it out there, man. And, and that's when I really started to realize when I started all seeing like the creativity all, all, all around. Um, but also we had brought in a, uh, a production company because we were creating this mental health institute for student athletes. And so during this two week period, man, I was probably the happiest I had ever been, right? Because we're on set, the cameras up there. I'm coming mm-hmm. up with a lot of the questions and the themes. Yeah, I'm coordinating with the student athletes. I'm coordinating with the uh, 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 the coaches. And so I turned to the, to the um, I turned to the producer. And I'm like, hey, yo, like, is this what what producing is? And he was like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, you're a hell of a producer. Like he told me that. <laughs> and so once he told me that, I was like, wait a minute, like literally a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, oh. I've been, I've been doing, I've been hustling, I've been moving, connecting dots. Right. This is what production is. And, I, and I, what I realized was I used to always think that in order for me to work in TV or in content, I had to know how to edit. You know what I mean? I, I had to know how to, to shoot. I had right. to do all these technical things. But when I realized like, nah, it was more about like, you know how to storytell, you, you have access to people and you know how to connect the dots. I was like, oh man, I, I could be a producer. And that's kind of like when the light bulb went off. Damn. That's fire, bro. That is fire. Yeah. This man went all over the country. Hey, just the touch points from city to city, state to state, like yeah. to get to where you are now, man. Like it ain't that ain't nothing but God, bro. Like oh, nothing but God. Nothing but God, bro. Like getting you like you had no idea production was something that you wanted to get into. And somehow you ended up in that room where you were like, damn, I feel good. Like this makes me feel great. Like I love this. Like, and that was just God like, see, I put you in that, I'll put you in that spot. <laughs> hey, God, like God, like I put you on. There you go. No, no, no. For, for real though. Like, like that, that, that was the reason I feel like that was the reason why um, I, I needed to go to New York. And I think the other reason why too, was that New York is another city that just does not care. You know what I mean? When, when it's, when it's 10 degrees, when it's five degrees, you still gotta go to what you gotta keep, you gotta keep going. Right. And so, 
again, being primarily from from Cali, of course, there's, there's adversity that you go through. But like like New York, it was literally like it, it's a it's a grind to get to work. It's a grind yeah. to go get some groceries. Like there's always something going on, some type of hustle. Some you got to like navigate. <laughs> and, and I feel like um, being able to kind of navigate that gives you like a different dog in you. You know, it puts a different yeah. little crown on you. Looking yeah. for fire, like yeah. you ain't got no choice. But like, if you want to make it, you gotta put the work in. Yeah, either that or you won't eat. So it's like you get put in that position. So, uh, man, that's real, bro. I I, yeah. I love hearing that story every single time. So, uh, obviously, so that light bulb goes off, right? You know, and you're like, man, so this is production. I love this feeling. Yeah. So that ends up you deciding to start your own business, crossover, crossover collective, right? So. Man, I'm trying. I'm trying to put myself like in, in your shoes, right? You know, you've been working, been been having good jobs consistently for a while, and you literally take a risk, take a chance, and say, "Hey, I'm you know, I want to start this doing this production thing on my own and start my own business." Like, just same th- through that mindset. I know you had to be nervous. I mean, right. you know, being 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 you know uh, engaged at the time, you know, a committed relationship at the time, and like knowing just the risk that 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 could go into like starting your own business like just walk us through that mindset that you was going through at that that point yeah and 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 honestly before i even got to that point there was another step that that, that okay talk to me yeah so so when when i um i got to the point when like my my spirit wasn't wasn't feeling right in terms of like continuing to to be you know where i was at at the university Mm -hmm. and i was like man god kept on tugging at me so so i wound up you know walking away uh, I'm mm. from Columbia about four months before uh, we were getting ready to get married. I had some money saved. I didn't have enough saved. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really <laughs> yeah, cap right, it out. Right, right, right. Right. But literally, like, when I would wake up in the morning, it was tough for me to go in to the office. It felt like something was pulling me. And so, literally, man, um, I had a chance to connect with a gentleman uh, uh, by the name of Keith Klinscales. And Keith uh, was actually one of the uh, founders of Vibe magazine back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also was one of the leading executives at ESPN for 30 for 30. And so I'm gonna tell you how, how like, like my, my, my wife, man, she played a huge role in that because she used to, uh, she worked at revolt TV, uh, for a period of time. And at that time, Keith was like the CEO. So she had a connection with mm. him. And so, um, once I kind of shared with her a little bit more of like, Hey, look, this is what I want to do. Um, I wound up having dinner with Keith and just kind of share with him, you know, my background, all that. And that what I, what I sold him was, um, was like, look, you're, you're creating content about sports, about, um, you know, student athletes and coaches. Like I lived it. Like I, I lived it on, on the, on the, on the field and also like working, you know, for the Raiders, uh, work, working for these different spots. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, okay, cool, cool. So, so basically what wound up happening, I had like a year, a little under a year long, uh, kind of like glorified internship on it, man. Like mm. I was paid, but not getting paid, you know, not paid a lot in New York at all. Um, but I had a chance to kind of sit in on like uh, um, a lot of the productions um, and the office was located in the black enterprise office off of like Madison Ave. So right. uh, black enterprise, you know, uh, um, you know, one of the, you know, uh, the leading magazines that kind of highlights, you know, the, you know, black entrepreneurs yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So you would get the Kevin Hart's would come in, the Jamil Hills, like the list go on and on. So I started connecting with a lot of the publicists kind of like, Hey, you look, you know, I'm in production. I'm trying to figure stuff out. And so literally when we found out that we were going to, um, we're expecting like our, our little guy, I was like, okay, we're gonna move from New York. Um, we're gonna head back to LA. Um, that's that's when it was like, okay, well, I, I had a chance to kind of learn a little bit uh, about about a little under a year. Um, and then it was like, okay, I'm moving to LA. I don't have anything lined up yet. Um, but during that period of time, I had reached out to, to my business partner, Steph, just on LinkedIn. I reached out to <laughs> which him. is crazy, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I reached out to him on LinkedIn because because we're working on a um 
uh, like an athletic uh, director, kind of a, a content series, kind of telling stories about ADs. And, and so I reached out to him because he was overseeing like the national BMW account. And uh, yeah, shot him a note on LinkedIn. He wound up responding. We talked over the phone. It didn't work out working uh, for, for when I was there. Uh, but what happened after um, a- after uh, I moved to L.A., we wound up catching up in L.A. And that's that's how everything got started. Damn. Man. A, a yeah. link, a LinkedIn message, man. Led, led, led to, led to this, this, this mega company, this partnership, this dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, ch- hey, man, all the listeners right now, check your LinkedIn messages, man. You might, <laughs> no, it might be, you no, might be missing out on your blessing right now because you ain't <laughs> checked your LinkedIn messages, man. And check your request messages in the Instagram. They're not all spam. <laughs> They're not all spam. So, right, right. Nah, I love it, bro. I love it. So, so yeah, now tell me about now you no, I was gonna say so. I mean, obviously, once the once the company got up and running and things like that, obviously you hit small adversity. Everybody, everybody does and things like that. But was there ever a moment where, like, in the early stages of like the development stages, where you're like, "Damn, maybe I made the wrong decision. Like, mm. maybe I should have just did this or you know did that." Has that did that ever cross your mind at all? Oh man, there was a lot of those moments, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially when when you when you checking the account. And, and you got a, you know, you got a, a a baby on the way. You married, like newly married, and all that stuff. And you move back across country. Man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was layered. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and then what I, then you, uh, then COVID hits too, right? So, so we had mm-hmm. uh, our our big client that we we landed uh, was the Drew League, and we still work with the Drew League uh, to this day. Um, that was our first big client, and then we were starting to work with doing some work with like Chase Bank. Uh, we were in the Bay Area with, uh, with Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Hart. There was doing this thing called Heart of It All and Sweat Working, where we teach like financial literacy through like you know engagement and movement, different stuff like that. So we, we were literally there with this agency that were asking us to to kind of like help them roll this out um, the, uh, for the rest of the country. We were at the Warriors game. Probably Steph Curry was sick that day, that that mm. game. And then, like two days later, uh, I think it was who was it, uh, Rudy Garbet, whatever it was, he started playing. Rudy Garbet, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing shut down. So it was like, oh man, we were so close to like landing a, a pretty significant account, um, and then we it, it went away. And so that that's kind of that moment was like, oh man, but actually, it was actually the blessing in disguise for it because that's when we started to really dive more into uh, the content space because we had to because no one was doing any live events anymore. Yeah, right, wow. right. And it's crazy too, because like obviously we're in 2022 and, and COVID is still a, a big a big thing. Like it's still going on, but it wasn't as big. Um, well, it's not as big as it is, you know, in like early 2020, like the March, April yeah. of 2020, <laughs> like when the world was like shut down and everybody was like losing their mind. Like, and you had to do like you just had so many different variables going going at one time, man. And it just kind of shows the persistence and like it goes back to football, like. You know, now let me ask you this: Had you not been a football player, do you think you would have got through that situation? Ooh, that that's a that's a great question. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I I, I don't think if, if I hadn't played football and also, um, the the experience in, in New York, you know, me kind of going yeah. through that grind, and then also just seeing my, my my family too. You know what I'm saying? Like my my mom hustling and, and my grand, you know what I mean? Like like seeing yeah. that, like, yeah you kind of had that, that entrepreneurial spirit. And I think that's also kind of a part of being from the Bay too. It's like, you sh- like the path's not going to be easy. You got to, right. you got to wiggle, you got to figure it out and leverage. I, I think that's what we did. We, we did a really good job of is leveraging things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because what one, one thing that we did once the uh, pandemic was hidden was that uh, we had a chance to work with quality control on the sports side. 
And uh, during the time, uh, Alan Kamara um, was looking for something like different, like kind of uh, content for like brand pitches and stuff like that. Right. So we wound up just taking like pre-existing content and and kind of pulling that together. And shout out to my to my man uh, to my man Jay. Um, Jay and I actually worked together. He's a dope ass creator and editor. Fire, fire. Uh, we worked together at, uh, at Cal. He he was over uh, doing video uh, for the football team, and I was doing fundraising. So we had met way way back. And then just kind of recircle back on, on, on IG. And so I was seeing what he was doing with these videos. I was like, look, look, bro, like we got some access. Maybe we could kind of come together and you know what I mean? And, and it kind of worked out. He did some fire edits. So we did one for him, one for uh, DeAndre Swift when he got drafted by the uh the Lions. Lions. Yep. And then also we did one for Debo Samuel when he uh was uh coming in for uh a quality control, had him as a uh, marketing client as well. So we did like the, the welcome video for him. So those were three that we literally just took like pre-existing content but put our own flavor on it and it started moving and then we just started shopping that around like by talking to people like hey look we work in content this and that and then we um we wound up connecting with baron davis man and shout out to shout out to bd uh for giving us sure. a shot man because <laughs> again we're in the middle of a pandemic and he had right. a, a dope ass concept um that uh he wanted to kind of bring you know sports lifestyle and culture and all that stuff um but but, but what happened was man was um we had connected with them and then I had um, connected with Eric Kendricks and Anthony yep. Barr. Uh, they both played, you know, linebacker for the uh, for the Vikings, but they both played at UCLA. So I found out through, through my through my man connecting me with him. Uh, my man Court connected me with them, and uh, so so I'm rapping with them. They're like, "Hey, yo, we in town?" I'm like, "Well, look, BD um, played basketball at UCLA, so he had the UCLA connection." I was like, "Hey, look, why don't you just come and, and rap?" So he, Eric came in, he had a mask on. Anthony was on a Zoom, and we got that content piece right now. Like, like it turned out okay, but bro, there was so much stuff that was wrong with it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wire is hanging, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, 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 but my mind was like, yo, if I could show BD that we can pull something together like that, and position right. him to talk to some like some some um, Pro Bowl linebackers, and position him, like yep. maybe we can leverage it into something else. And so that conversation went well. And look what happened. He turned back around. And was like, hey, look, I'm trying to do this little little production. Y'all, can y'all come in? And that's that's how we all kind of rocked, and that's how Darnell and I actually. That's how we too. met. That's how yeah, we met, yeah. man. Yeah, I, the last minute, the the previous talent, the host, basically backed out for whatever reason, like on the last day or like the day of. Day of the bro. shoot, and my boy Walt again. So I told y'all earlier, check your request folder and check your DM. So Walt, you know, just for me being on Speak for Yourself, you know, Walt had saw me on the show. Had sent me a message. He was like, "Hey, man, you know, hey, I, you know, seen you on air, you know, blah 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 blah. You know, would you be interested in this opportunity?" And the crazy thing is, I, I at that point, I never used to check my request messages, like almost never. But for some reason, like I don't know what told me to do, I just did it, and I see that it's a legit message in there, and it was a dope opportunity, and that was the first project that me and Walt worked on. You know, I went in, went in there as a host. We killed it. We had a good time. And, and, and more more so than just like we killed it, it was like the energy was right. We had like, it didn't feel like work. It felt like we, like we just were supposed to be there. To, and, you know, you talk about that that feeling you had um, at your previous job at, in at Columbia. It got to a point where that you just didn't feel right. Your spirit went right. This is like, this was complete opposite. Like everything felt right about this. So from that point on, it just led to just a snowball effect, domino effect, whatever you want to call it. Of so many other projects, and to this day, obviously, we're still grinding and working on all all types of stuff, man. So it just—I don't know, man. I, for me, Bolo, you know, you know, we get emotional on the porch sometimes, and but I think it's cool though because I, I just love these stories, man, because it really inspires me um, to just keep going. We all got those tough man. days, and you know, mm -hmm. you might you might 
have a day where, you know, you kind of lacking that confidence in yourself or whatever the case may be. So having these other people's journeys uh, uh, and these stories and, and, and these testimonies in a, in a sense, right, be shared to me, it's just, it's just huge. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that's the just the just how you guys connected, like, you know, the crossover collection, like just how everything just came to this point right here is just amazing. Like, it's, yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, I'm definitely a big believer in a higher power um, and yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason. So, you know, man, that's this is a hell of a that's a hell of a story, man. Like, yeah. I'm just I'm just excited to see what's to come next. You know, um, the biggest thing, too, like and for the listeners listening out here, man, like this guy, Walt, man, like it, it was a process. Right. So I think a lot of people who get into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. they want to get to the end goal right there. Like it's like one of those microwave moments where they want to just oh, I worked hard a couple days. Like, where's my money? Like, where's the success at? Right. But like you went from state to state, city to city, like grinding, going through hardship, you know, going through pandemics and things like that, just to get to where you are now. And obviously you still continue to grow and, and continue yeah. to expand, you know, so it's a process. And it's it's like, you always got to, just like I said earlier, d like on our last episodes, like all of these letters in the alphabet, like you can't go from A to Z. You got to right. see a few of these <laughs> alphabets before you at least get to, to Z. You may skip a couple, right? You may get lucky and skip a couple, but you got to see the process through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, got yeah. to, man. Got to. And you know what, Walt? It's one thing I don't want to skip past because you, you mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, you talk about your wife. Facts, talk man. about, man, because listen, we all three married men right here. Yeah. All three of yeah. us on here. Uh, uh, got some queens in the household, man. Talk yeah, about absolutely. just how vital your wife has been. Um, not only like in your career, but just 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 in your life, man. Because ain't yeah. nothing like having a strong queen. woman and queen in your household holding you down, man. So just yeah, talk to us, man. Yo, yo. So 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 my wife, man, she's rocking with me in moments when she she probably should have went left. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yep. Um, uh, for real. And uh, she she. Like when I had moved from from the Bay down to LA, I was wrestling with some stuff. You know what I mean? Wrestling yeah. with some like old demons, and um, you know my 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 pops had you know stuff that I hadn't really addressed a while back, and so yeah. that had seeped seeped into you know a lot of like my relationships and other things too. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that uh, I learned from her quickly was like you know being able to take that time to be still, to be able to address those moments mm-hmm. and address those things. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, like if you always on the run, always going. Like you, you, you never address some of the the personal things, and just keeps on. It doesn't go away. It may go dormant for a little bit. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. pop back up at some point. You know what I mean? So, like she, she, she really was a, a advocate of me, kind of like writing stuff out, helping me kind of like learn the process, and then also she recommended also for me to uh, kind of do like a vision board, right? So at first I'm like, man, I ain't, you know, vision board. Okay, what's that? But <laughs> right. literally, man, like I, I've done um, probably like three now. Nice. Like, I kid you not. Every single thing, and um, I'll, I'll send it to you on one day so y'all can have a picture of it. But every single thing that I put on that vision board has happened, bro. Mm. I swear to you, swear, swear it's happened. It's happened. Yeah, I make one now. My wife made one. It's funny you said that, and I kind of just being real, I was like, all right, vision board, whatever. Like it's, a, it's an activity with the wife, like, let's just do it, not really put any effort yeah. into it, right. Damn, that's crazy. But now I'm thinking like I need, I need to, I need to come on. Yeah. I need to get, get my board right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, no, definitely get the board. And, and one of the moments, man, that that really, uh, uh one of the man, so crazy. I, I, I wish I would have brought it down here. It's all good. Show, um, one of the pieces that I have on there is like you know, like aspirational stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like, like where you want to travel, stuff like that. But like I have on there like private aviation, right? Uh, I put that on there. <laughs> 
just like you know what I mean. And again, yeah. it's not it's not even like it's not a stunt for me at all. It's more of like 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 man, like to be able to kind of do that one day. And yeah. so literally, like one of our last projects that we were able to do, man, uh, we were fortunate enough to, you know, what I mean, be on a um uh, be on a private jet. And so I, I don't share that to like brag at all. Yeah, like, just like, share it, it's like 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 wait a minute. So I had to go back. And I was like, man, like that that's been on the board. Like being able to kind of you know consult and do different things we we're doing was on the board. Like literally the words. Um, and so it it's it just um, and even even just not even um not even. Uh, uh, just business stuff, like even like family things, you know what I mean? That I put right. on there, like, like I put a, about th- the first one I had, I had like a Home Depot bucket, you know what I'm saying? And like, like a saw, different little things, like, like yeah. building a home, right? And we were able to like buy a home in Atlanta, like, you know what I mean? So like different right. things that are on there that, I mean, it, it, yeah. So, so my, my wife has been, um, man, and, and she's a beast too. She a beast, you know what I mean? And, and Hustler, in her, right. <laughs> Hustler in her, in her field. Uh, she works in entertainment and, and music. And so the way that she moves and navigates with with grace and, and a and a crazy you know what I mean business like like yeah I I, I respect it and and now seeing her as a mother uh, as she's evolved man right. like it's a it's a beautiful thing I love it man I love it yeah, shout man. out to the queens man shout out yeah. to the queens out there man they they really the backbone man they they hold it down man because like like I so like I got a, I got my I got my own separate gig right but then I also coach football on the side yeah. and we also know how time consuming coaching can be. And there was a period of time where I was coaching where my wife actually had two children in the middle of football season. Right. So I got an August baby and I got a September baby. So, you know, that's when football is picking up at, at its at its core. Right. And, right. and we were able to get through it, man. And she she had my back. She wanted me to continue to do something that I loved. And, wow. you know, she she held it down, bro. So it's like, man, these these women, <clears throat> they, they carry a power, bro, that that is, is unlike no other. You know what, what I'm saying? It's 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 crazy, man. Shout out, shout out to them. Man. And I ain't got no kids yet, but it's that de- it's definitely in the in the future plans, man. I mean, you know, my, my wife coming out here to LA, she was a she was all for it. You know what I'm saying? Was all like I was I was getting to a point where I was kind of miserable at my at my in my previous position at a certain point and just coming home and talking to her about it. So when the opportunity came out to come out here, she was like, Hey, if you believe in it, this is what you want to do. Like I got you. You know what I'm saying? Came out here, took a risk. So, like you said, man, ain't nothing like that sacrifice, man. I'm about to tear up on the porch right now, man. <laughs> shout out to the queen. Shout out to the wife. Both oh. of y'all, both of y'all got y'all got little boys at the crib. So, yeah. so, so I, I gotta get me a son now. Ain't that what that mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's only right. What that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> hey, first time I met, I, I met, I met Walt's son, man. You would have thought we knew each other for years. Came up to me. <laughs> Holding me, laughing like that's that's my little man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm Uncle Darnell. Uncle, Uncle D. Uncle D. <laughs> on everything, bro. On everything, man. So all you youngers out there. So let me get this one last line. A lot mm-hmm. of people ask me, you know, or or yeah, ask me like, why'd you get married so young, or or like, what what's the point of getting married, and this and that. This is the reason, y'all. Like, and then this, now, and talk to him. This ain't even the half of it, but this is part of the reason, man. Ain't nothing like having a partner who got your back through it all through good, all. bad. They're going to teach you, make you better, call you out on your BS. When, when, when you, when it is time to get called out, you know, they're going to love right. you, whatever you're going through, having that partner to where like you really a team and you really right. building a, 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 a something together uh, mm-hmm. in this game we call life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you find that right person, ain't nothing like it. So I get, you know, you want to be like in the streets, have, but have your fun. Have your fun as long as you need to have your fun. But at some point, you need to go ahead and, and, and lock in and find that and find that 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 right one, find that queen. 
and being married is fun too. We we got to change the narrative. Absolutely. I, even me Let saying it now, like have your fun. No, marriage is fun. We be having a hell of a time. You know what I mean? Double dating, yeah. going out, finding time for each other. So you know, ain't nothing wrong with marriage, man. So I just want to throw that out there, y'all. And it ain't nothing like knowing that you got somebody that's rocking with you, regardless, right yeah. or wrong. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean? <laughs> Wait, my lady, roll. Look, hey, we we if we out in the bar, we in the club or nothing. Look, she's swinging too. That's how she roll. Like <laughs> this, that's how it. That's man. how it is. Like I know yeah. she got my back. Like hey, Kayla gonna swing for real though. Like she. <laughs> Kelly gonna really swing. You know what I'm saying that's, that's yeah. what it is. Like I know somebody it ain't nothing like having that feeling when you know somebody got your back. You know that For somebody sure. love you. Like it's just yeah. Different. And, and the last thing I, I would say too is that um, I mean, even from a business standpoint, I think sometimes people feel like okay, well, when you get married, you can't, you know, um, you can't move as freely or, right. or do what you need to do. And, and, and I, I would say that. Um, I am and our relationship is kind of living proof. Like, man, I, I some days I'll be waking up, I'll be I'll be looking up like everything that we've been able to accomplish. Yeah. But, but having a child, like moving across country and all that stuff. And, and you would think, like, man, like, where's the bandwidth come from? And I feel like you know, God gives you that extra battery, you know what I'm saying, to kind of like get yep. everything yep. done when, when you honor him, you know what I'm saying? And, and when you're in in a marriage and you're committed. Um, and again, that's no knock to anybody yeah, else. Just be, you all have done, you know, speak your truth. Done. <laughs> Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. But like being on this side, like I don't, I don't, and also um, from a success standpoint, I don't think that I would have been ready to to receive like being in some of the rooms that we're in now and doing some of the things that we're in. I think if I was in a different space of life, I wouldn't be able to really like operate in it the right way. If, if y'all get yeah. what I'm saying, yeah, right? I, I feel you. Yeah, so that's I, I think that that's a big uh, big part of it too. Hell yeah, percent, man. man. Hey, man, we dropping gems on the port. That's why you come on the port. You gonna laugh? You gonna cry? You gonna shout? You gonna get every emotion on the porch, man? <laughs> yes, sir. Game. So let's. Hey, it's time to transition to our final segment, though our, our doorbell segment, which is our quick hitter. So we got just a couple random fun questions for you. Um, yeah. So Bolo, you get it started off with the first because because I, I want that second one. So I want okay. you to get the first. Ooh, one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's only right. All right, from the Bay Area. All right, who are your top three Bay Area rappers of all time? I hey, hey, I got, hey. I, I got, I got to put Uncle Earl in there. I got to put Earl. Okay, you got okay. to. Uh, got to. Um, oh, oh. I'm gonna throw. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the uh, this cat named the Jacka. Yeah, y'all, y'all familiar Ooh, with, the, with the I haven't heard the Jacka. What's his style like? What's his style like? Oh, man, he's smooth with it. He's smooth with it. Um, kind of gives you bars like, 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 like kiss almost. Like, like, like dope bars like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Look, look, look up the uh the jacka. Rest in peace to him too. Oh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh and that, ooh, the third one. That's third one. Spot. one more top three. There's three of them. Of all time. Yeah. The pressure is on. I think I'm gonna put Mac Dre in there. Mac ooh, Dre. The Mac Bay Area love Mac Dre heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put Mac Dre in there just because he 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 revolutionary uh like like kind of brought a whole style and moving like the hyphy movement like he was yeah really kind of, kind of the one that started it um and also he was a he was a hustler though too the one thing I would say about all Bay Area artists and I'm glad you asked me this question is that they were all out of the trunk with it right you know what I'm saying mm. so like to the point where E40 too short they sold tapes yeah, out of their trunk. Good. Uh, Master P actually, Master P came up from New Orleans, spent some time in Richmond and Oakland and all that yep. stuff, learned the game, independent game as yep. well. And so I, I think I took a lot of like the work that we do from a crossover standpoint of like, hey, we got to go independent with it. Like kind of that out the trunk, yep. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you got to do for, your, yeah. for yourself. 
Yeah, I already yeah. know, man. Listen, hey, I'm a hustler. I, I, I used to sell, I used to sell lemonade and a lemonade stand. <laughs> then in high school, I sold fruities. I, I used to use fruities, food stamps to bag. Come on, I used to get the, the food stamps. Used to buy the fruities, big bags. I used to put different flavors, baggies, twenty piece, spinning around, sell for a dollar, pay for my whole prom. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> look, look, look. Then, then I have to level up. Fire sticks. <laughs> What that mean? Making bread. I'm a hustler. Stop playing with me, man. Oh my truck, god. Funny. Let's move to the next one, though, man. So this is a this is a hypothetical scenario. This is three married men. We were speaking as 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 other men. We're not speaking as us. Hypothetical scenario. So play a little game. It's called. uh, I just made it up. One night, married or kicked to the curb. These three women: Megan Good. Rihanna or Regina Hall? One night, Mary or kick to the curb. You got to throw them all in one spot. Megan Good, Rihanna, Regina Hall. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. I I, I would say that I would, I think I would marry Regina Hall. Got to marry. Regina Hall, that's what I'm saying. You got to marry Regina. You got to marry her, man. She's solid as they come. Um, and, and, and she brown skin too, you know what I mean? I would say, ooh, <laughs> ooh, I'm kicking. You can't kick Riri to the curb. You can't kick Riri. You can't. You can't kick Riri. So what you saying? So you saying you saying one night Riri kicks to the curb, making good? I, I, you know what? I, I would have to say one one night. Meg, I mean one night, uh, Rihanna. You got she got the savage Fenty. She got the oh, savage. but Miss Good if you nasty, you know what I mean? Oh, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I would I would respectfully move respectfully. it to the curb. I wouldn't kick her. Respectfully. respectfully. But, you gotta you gotta look too. Like I feel like Rihanna has had more good days than Megan Good has had good days, if that makes sense. Like you didn't, you didn't call Megan, Megan, Megan is hey, especially back in the day, man. A lot of those movies she did, did her thing, bro, but when you see Rihanna, it's like you see Rihanna. She's always on her shit. Like I feel you. And then like I don't know. Megan Good, she, it's, she, a, she's it's cool, a tough though. one. Though. I've been wearing Megan Good since Friday. She had the hat to the side and the she chips. Megan Good, I been, I'm talking, talking, about, I'm, she's talking about big, big part. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm talking about waist deep, Rihanna. You know, I mean uh, Megan Good, waist deep, Megan Good. <laughs> but now nah, we all can agree though. You gotta marry Regina Hall, though. I fight Regina I Hall, can you? Hands down. You probably throw down in the kitchen, rub your feet when you need to, run your bath. Well, like I fight Regina Hall, do it all. Yeah, everything yeah. balance. <laughs> throw a joke if you need to. Blame them off. <laughs> Scary movie. That shit funny. Right, right. I love yeah. it. I love it. So, all right, here, here goes the next one. All right, so I'm not. I, I probably been to California probably twice in my life, but I've never been to the Bay Area. So I'm new. I'm new. I'm, I'm a foreigner, right? So, all right. Fill in the blank. When you pull up to the bay, you must eat at blank. Ooh. Man, there's so many good spots. But I, I would say if you are in the East Bay, you got to go to uh, Everett and Jones. Everett. They got a spot in uh, Berkeley and Oakland. It's, it's uh, like barbecue. It, it's fire. Is it crazy? Oh, it's fire. The brisket's crazy. Smoked chicken. They, what they you do- order? Tell me your exact order. What you get from Everett? <laughs> so I, I'm getting probably the... I'm getting the full pound. I was about to say half pound line. I'm gonna get the whole, the whole, the whole pound the of, 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 of the brisket. I'm getting the brisket. Ooh, okay. The, um, the mac and cheese is, is, is crazy. The back, they got baked beans. It, it, cornbread, fine. cornbread, 
cornbread, cornbread, oh yeah, yeah cornbread and, and, and rolls too. But yeah, cornbread, um, <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, and the one in Berkeley is like the original one, original one. Uh, it's not too far from uh, from the campus, and then the mm. one in Oakland is in the cool area too. But yeah, yeah, no, I would say Everton, Everton Jones, um, whew. But yeah, there's some other good spots too. Is the is the food coming out in in that white in that white cardboard little to go to container? Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Oh yeah, yeah. it's flame. It's flame then. Hey, it's legit. It's stamped on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy kind of, you know, real heavy. Come out the side a little bit. Coming out the side a little bit. Lemonade. You know, what with I mean? the little you thank you bag around it and tie real good <laughs> with the. <laughs> Hold it from the bottom. Whoa! Hold it from the bottom before it drop it. <laughs> <laughs> From the bottom. Oh, oh man. man. All yeah. right. So we got we got last one here, man. There's another fill in the blank. Finish this statement. In 2022, Walt will blank. Ooh. Yes, sir. Think about it for a minute. It can only be one thing. Nah, just oh. hey, talk your stuff. This is this is all year, which rest oh. of the year. Man, 2022. Uh, 2022, man. We we um, I, I'm 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 gonna be you know uh, uh healthy, he- healthy and right. The fam's gonna be good. Facts. Mm-hmm. And um, we 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 gonna sell we gonna sell two shows this year. Ooh, let them shows. know. Yeah, we're gonna sell two shows. We we've been we've been putting in the in the work. We um we've been you know refining the craft. We've been you know making the connections. We've been hustling the last few years. And so it, it, it's definitely um, it's definitely time now for the uh, for the world to, to fully see what what God has put in us, man, and the content that we have. And and, uh, and and D will tell you too, man. Like like when we on set, it's special, man. It's a it's a different feeling and, and vibe. It's a uh, it feel like family, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think it comes across in the content. It comes across with the talent that we work with and the actors and entertainers. So I'm looking forward to being able for the world to kind of finally finally see everything. I love it, man. And, and look, you already know what we say on the porch. Hey, it's, it's in the universe. There. It's out there. The universe. <laughs> yeah. You just put it out there. So it's only a matter of time before it happens. Love That's it, sir. Good. Yes, sir, man. Well, man, it's been an honor, a pleasure to hear your story. Uh, I know the porch fans going to love it. You should feel inspired getting done listening to this episode. Uh, so we really appreciate you, man. Thank you. But before you go, let the people know uh, where they can find you, where they can find crossover. If, if, yeah. if somebody is looking for business, they want to work with y'all, man. This is your time to just kind of shout out everything you got going on. Okay. No, no. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So you can um, you can find me personally uh, on, on IG. Uh, it's uh, WJ uh, Brock. So W-J-B-R-O-C-K. Uh, also on LinkedIn as well. Um, uh, Walter Brock. And then uh, our crossover as well. We have a crossover page on LinkedIn. And then for IG, it's uh, C-R-O-S-S-O-V-R underscore uh, collective. Um, and so you can find us on IG. And then, uh, yeah, and, and then our website, too, is uh, www.crossover.co. Uh, um, so, yeah, no, that, that's where you can find us. And then, yeah, uh, pretty soon we're going to you know create the YouTube pages um, where our content will live and all that stuff. And then we'll have some some projects kind of dropping dropping soon. So appreciate yes, sir. it. Yes, sir. Now, while well, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to put no pressure on it, but we might have to shoot a, a in-person live, the porch episode uh, uh, produced by crossover. I don't know. We're going to have to talk offline. I don't want to put no pressure. You, you scared. You look Let's scared right now. Let's do it. I'm down. You scared, my love. He's scared to give me. I'm down. Let, let's do that. 
Let's make it happen. Let's make, Let's it, make happen, it happen, Bolo. And Bolo, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person, man. We, we got to make it happen, man. Absolutely. We definitely yeah. got to make it happen, man. Definitely been a pleasure, man. Darnell speak very highly of you, and I've been watching the work. Continue to, you know, feel inspired, especially after hearing your story, man. And, you know, we'll definitely continue to, you know, stay in contact. And, you know, I'll definitely continue to support the brand and continue to tell people, you know, obviously in the, in the Midwest, you know, about the brand and about, you know, all the good stuff that you got going on. So, much yeah. love. Thank, definitely thank you for blessing the porch, man. Thank you for blessing us with the game. Uh, please follow us on everything. You know, D Porch Podcast underscore. We are on Apple Music. We on YouTube. We doing it up, man. We got our, on Spotify. We going crazy. <laughs> Bay Area. Understand this, all right? No matter what you want to do, just know it's a process. It's a grind to it. And the best you is the best, the best you. We out. Podcast, we out. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see you. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. Presented by Bet Online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.